mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. I'm Russell Tovey. And I'm Robert Diamond. And this is Talk Art. Welcome to Talk Art. <laughs> How are you, Rob? I am actually feeling incredibly calm. Why is that? Today. So it's a slightly different energy to our last episode. Um, because I am currently sat in an amazing room mm. in the Turner Contemporary Museum in Margate. Mm. And we have literally a huge view in front of us. Of? Which is the sea. And what's in the sea? Anthony Gormley's sculpture of a man and he he looks like he's looking out um at the boats at that the horizon, I, I can he? also see and um yeah it's called another time that sculpture and it's actually been extended i think the stay so it's going to be here till the end of 2020 because i saw him last week at his studio and he was very proud of the fact that it's going to be here for longer why why would it not be a permanent because it was only going to be here i think for a year it was oh. something to do with Folkestone as well, I think, originally. The but, triennial or something. Yeah, yeah. And then he's um, so happy with it, being yes. here in Margate. And actually, there was a boat that almost crashed into it. Oh, yeah, it got kind of stranded. Picture. There's an incredible oh, photograph. Oh, we'll have to put a picture of that up, because I saw that picture. <clears throat> that was incredible. Definitely. We'll post that on our Instagram. Well, we've gone rogue, because normally we're in a studio doing these podcasts. But yep. today, me and Rob have ventured out of London, and we are now in Margate at the Turner Contemporary, and we are joined by an incredible woman who is the director of the Turner Contemporary Museum here, which was established as an art organisation in Margate as part of a strategy for cultural-led regeneration. She is uh, a flipping OBE and <laughs> she's pretty wonderful and we are joined by... Victoria, Victoria Pomery! Pomery. <laughs> it's like a game show. It's intro, like a game show it? entrance, yeah. How are you? I'm very well. It's a brilliant day. Lovely light. It's here. the most beautiful day today, isn't it? It feels yeah, like spring. I mean, it's Valentine's. It's Valentine's yeah. Day today. And we're actually here as well because Russell's doing a reading tonight with um, Pindrop, mm. who are a great organisation. And he's doing a reading this evening here at the museum. And we thought it would be a great chance to actually um, spend some time with Victoria because I spent years seeing the development of this museum. And I actually came for a hard hat tour just before it opened um, and seeing it now from so there, very I mean, intense, a hard hat tour. It was intense. Well, it wasn't intense. It was almost finished. So, um, oh. but it was. You didn't really need that. It was more of a. It was more of an affectation. I think it was more like a snagging trip where they were looking at. Oh, okay. Well, that details there. exactly. Got it. Yeah. Nice. Um, anyway, so I'm really happy to be here with you today. And this morning, you said you went for a swim. I mean, that is so genius. I went for a swim. Yeah, I love going for a swim first thing in the morning before I come into this wonderful office, which, is, as you say, has this fantastic oh, it's view. Incredible it's vista. probably one of the best offices in the world. I know. Yeah. Um, but yes, I try and swim whenever I can. It's great. And, and you say it's in the sea in the summer. Oh, you do? You swim in the sea? I swim and would in the you go outside of the museum in the sea and then everyone can see you doing it and then come back in the office? Um, or? <laughs> I have done that, have but you? very rarely. <laughs> <laughs> I actually swam here last summer because, you know, we had that kind of heat wave yeah. and um, I tried to do it the year before and I just sort of went in and walked straight out again. And then last year it was so warm. It was yeah. like a bath. Yeah, no, it, it was, was like it a was bath. It was just incredible. And sandy beaches, everybody, in Margate as well. Mm -hmm. 
which I want to be my DJ duo name. Uh, Sandy Beach. With me and my other your, personality. Could be your drag name. Beaches, exactly. Sandy <laughs> Beaches. So let's talk about the Turner Contemporary, where we are sat in your office now. You were here right at the forefront. You were part of the committee that found the architect. Yes, so I, I came here in 2002. I'd never been to Margate before I came for the job. And uh, once I got here, there was was an empty site here and a real desire and will on the part of the county council to develop an art gallery. Why though? Why were they so drawn to doing that here? Because, well, there were a number of issues that came together all at the same time. So firstly, JMW Turner came to Margate as a child and he came back in the 1820s and 1830s and a group of local people were really fascinated by Turner's relationship with Margate and the North Kent coast. And they had sort of been jumping up and down and sending lovely letters to um, the Arts Council, the Tate, various people, Mm -hmm. to say wouldn't it be great if we could celebrate Turner's links with Margate. And they were people who who lived locally but who were concerned about Margate who had changed from this thriving seaside resort with hundreds, thousands of visitors Mm -hmm. and lots of money coming in to a sort of place that was very different. And that it was quite was, broken, wasn't it, yeah, for a period? Yeah. yeah. And it and that happened in lots of seaside resorts of around the UK. So there was a group of local people. There were also politicians who were very concerned about what was happening in Margate and felt it needed to be regenerated. And they looked at places like the Guggenheim in Bilbao wow. and the Tate in St Ives. And at the same time the lottery came online, I think it was nineteen ninety six, mm. something like that. And There was a feeling that amongst people at the Arts Council that actually there needed to be more cultural infrastructure outside London, Mm -hmm. even though Margate's not that far um, to London. Mm -hmm. It felt at that time like it was miles away because it 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 did, didn't it? It's it's funny how that's changed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or more sometimes. I think if the trains were running slowly, because I came down with Tracy years ago and it would take like two and a half hours. Well, I got on the train stand, it said the fastest train. In the UK, or one of the fastest, not, it's not like the bullet train, but it's... But it's, it it's, is, yeah, it's high speed. High speed, well, high speed yeah, 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 yeah. Which really I was cool. like, result, got, got down yeah. there in an hour and a half. I know, it's great. And then you can walk from the station to the Turner Contemporary yeah. in literally like 10 minutes yeah, exactly. down, across the beach. It's beautiful. Yeah. And actually, yeah. I think for that reason, this was such a great location to have a museum because you can walk across the whole town in like 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, maybe not as far as Cliftonville, but the actual main part of this yeah. like old yeah. town. Yeah. And it's just such great. It's a pleasure, isn't it? Walking yeah, out no, of the train station, uh, seeing the sea. And so yeah. how long have you been here? So I've been here since 2002. So, you know, in those early years, there was... When I first arrived, lots of people didn't want an art gallery. They wanted um, an extension to the hospital, a new mm-hmm. school, Got an it. ice skating rink. Mm-hmm. All of those things are, you know, great things to want to have. But yeah. the money had been sort of ring-fenced from Arts Council budgets for, for arts. Mm-hmm. And so it was a kind of process of persuading people that actually an art gallery could be fantastic. Yeah, for Not a community. Only, yeah, yeah. It's a, a resource for edu- in terms of education and learning. It can be... A revenue help, yeah, for tourism. Tourism, um, something to be proud of, engender civic pride, something that visitors would come from, and it's for everyone. What's gender civic pride? What's that? Engender civic engender pride. Engender so civic pride. So create, you know, pride in the place. Because I think when I first came to, to Margate for the interview, 
well, the second interview, I think it was, I got off the train and I came out of that station and I thought, wow, what an amazing view. Yeah. That sort of sense of the sea and the sky and yeah. that expansiveness of that sky. Well, that's what Turner saw, didn't And that's you? what Turner saw. Yeah. And I kind of fell in love with the place just like that without yeah. ever having been here. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just got so much potential and some of that potential has been realised. But there's still lots more potential here. But as you say, that's really what drew Turner yeah. here. It was Mrs Booth, but the quality of that light. Yeah, yeah. I, I, exactly. I was just about to say the light here is like nowhere else. I mean, it's just it's magical. Clean, and it? even in winter, I was here quite a lot in January and February this year. And you know, the sunsets are still really incredible yeah. this time of year. And even on a rainy day, it's beautiful. It's mm. And I love that kind of drama of the sea and how tiny you feel. It kind of makes you put everything into perspective yeah. and you just sort of helps you relax. Was I you love a being here. Turner fan? Was you aware of his I, work as much I, I, before I this? I knew about his... I obviously knew quite a bit about him, but not... And I'd worked on a big Turner show up at Tate Liverpool Yes, because you, you were the head curator at yeah. Tate Liverpool, right? Mm. So I... You know, I've done quite a lot of. Is work. That what, did you get headhunted then for here? Is that how that worked? Uh, well, yeah, there was a sort of process. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You were sourced. But, yeah. You were sourced from there, but, right? I, you know, I just feel that having had someone like Turner in the background has been really important to how we've developed and thought about the program here mm. and the building. And going back to your earlier point about when we selected David Chipfield, David could really see how important light was and how important it was to get that light into yeah. into the building. Mm. And that's what I think he's done perfectly mm. well. Yeah. Is there permanent Turner's hanging in here? I know the show is rotating, but... No, so we don't have a collection. You don't so have a collection. we that... borrow other people's okay. works. And obviously the Tate holds most of Turner's. Oh, they, okay, right. But um, they're very, very generous and share it with us. So that's a network, good. isn't there? Is it Tate Plus or something? Yeah, Plus yeah. Tate. Plus yeah. Tate, sorry. Yeah. Um, um, and that enables us to borrow works from Tate, but also some Turners are in private collections. There are some scattered across the UK amazing. and much further afield. And how do you feel about Turner now, having not known a lot when you moved into the Turner Contemporary? Well, I, I just think he's an incredible figure. I mean, he was so radical and misunderstood in his time, yeah. a bit like contemporary artists or some contemporary artists today. Yeah. He was, you know, one of those people, he was so curious. He was prolific. He was always out with a sketchbook. He'd always got one in his pocket. You know, he made more than 20,000, I think it is, works on paper. Wow. And then 300 oil paintings. So he was kind of, and always travelling. So at a time when it was, the railways hadn't arrived mm mainly during what was when he was alive. So in those 1820s and 1830s, he walked a lot. He went on horse and carriage. He took the boat. He went off and hiked and he travelled. He He went across the Channel. Mm. So that's why Kent became so important. And he went to Venice and he went to France and Switzerland. And, you know, he was just... He was a true artist. He He had to create work. And he had to find new visions to see, to put into his work. Yeah, And... It was about experience. It, so that's why I think Margaret's so important. You, mm. And what you were saying, Rob, about, you know, you feel sort of more connected mm. and you understand the elements here. He mm. was kind of, that was what he was trying to do, capture that experience of mm. being there. Mm-hmm. And so you was on the board for finding the architect here and you chose Chipperfield. And then you were talking about Turner going to Venice. You was also on the board 
if you, or the, the committee, the choosing committee a few yes. years back for the for Venice Biennale, the English Pavilion. The English Pavilion. Yeah. The British Pavilion. British Pavilion. And what was, what was that like? So that, well, that was a great experience. A lot of uh, people from the sector. Um, <laughs> I don't know how many there were, but, you know, eight, ten people sort of throwing names around and then deciding and inviting Jeremy. And it did was you just... know the people, most people in the room? Yeah, you did. a lot of them, yeah. So did they ever have other artists as part of the... Yeah, so I don't know if that process is still how it's done, but we all came with a set of names and there was plenty of discussion and then there was a decision. And did people ever come with the same names or were you kind of pitching your own... Yeah, people did have... There were, there were crossovers. They were? Definitely, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Was your and did you pitch Jamie Dilla? Was he one of yours, or was you there as a committee? I I don't think he was necessary. No, I don't think he was on my list. But I've always been a fan of his work. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah he's so good. Yeah, he's so good. And it was a really and great it was show. a really good show. And yeah. then we took an element of that show came to Turner Contemporary. Oh, it did. Yeah. And then bringing that around, this year we have the Turner Prize for the first time. For the first time, he's going to be at the Turner Contemporary yeah. in Margate. Exactly. So. Whilst it has turn prices gone out of London since 2007, I think yeah, it is. Yeah, it's kind of a recent um, phenomenon, isn't it, the last Yeah, kind of so it's been to Glasgow yeah. and Baltic and Hull and Liverpool. And Ireland. Not, yes. Um, I think Lynette's was in um, Was that Derry? Derry, I think, yeah, yeah exactly. All right. Um, so it's great. It's coming to Margate. How do you guys prepare for that? So, well, it's a big undertaking. Um, the eyes of the art world, quite literally, on Margate. Um, and this, the exhibition opens on the 28th of September and runs through to the 12th of January. Mm-hmm. And then, so getting ready for the exhibition is, for the curators here, it's quite a challenge because we don't know who has been shortlisted until early in May. Wow. And then it's a kind of very <laughs> short run-in to get everything ready to Mm. go so at the moment we're working on how we're going to cope with lots of additional visitors hopefully Um, what is the what's the town how's the town preparing for that there are various things called readiness groups right um so the local the district council and the county council are working together there are lots of discussions with the train company um, with artists, so we really or want putting to... more of a train service on, especially or well, just to make sure that they they don't decide to do engineering works on the God, night of the awards oh, ceremony. You, you know, which that yeah, would be yeah, an awful yeah. clash, wouldn't it? Yeah, so, um... horrific. <laughs> so you're going to have the awards ceremony and the exhibition all exactly. here. Yeah, so exciting. That's so amazing. that's early in December. It's going to be great. Are you buzzing about it? Are you like? Well, I think it's very. I mean, it's slightly nerve wracking, but yeah. um, another level. It's so exciting just and just thinking about turner's legacy so turner you know i think he would have loved the fact that there's a prize named after him yeah definitely and i think he would love the fact that there's a museum named after him exactly but also that the the prize is going to be here so it feels a sort of bit of a coming home yeah absolutely a really great show you had here not that long ago was with um another margate a resident who grew up here, Tracy Emin, with her incredible bed, which a lot of people love, a lot of people don't love, but it's a, oh, it's a I think it's a very important piece. seminal seminal work. But I loved that installation here because you had it with Turner's paintings, yeah. and she actually chose them herself. And she I think. chose yeah. the paintings. Yeah, and it was perfect. I mean, it was such a good installation. And that was her. My bed was her um, piece of work that was in the Turner, Turner Prize, Prize. Ex- exactly ex- exhibition all yeah. those years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I love the uh, neon that she's given to the town, I think, on yeah, the... Yeah, what is that? on the it's Droit the... House. It's called Droit House. Droit House. Yeah. It's a kind of lookout, isn't it, on the beginning it's of the harbour? It's a lifeboat house, is it? Or... Well, no, I think it was for um, tax, some kind of tax. Evasion. No, <laughs> collection, I think. <laughs> All right. But... Because um, it's quite an odd, it's more like a French word, really. Yeah. Um, so, and it's been there, it was there in Turner's time because there were some pencil sketches he made of Droit House, but it was badly bombed in the war and was rebuilt. Oh, right. So was Margate affecting the, the bombings? Or? Um, it was, yeah, since this is where you need a proper a local <laughs> historian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, looking at you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, there was there was quite significant damage. I think damage around this area wow and um when you had that show with Tracy with Turner's work I've been here a number of times I think even the opening show where you have a number of contemporary artists and then you have Turner's work almost are they often in response to or is it more just you is it you curating it and linking the works well or? sometimes I mean the show we've got on at the moment which is Katie Patterson Katie yeah. has actually selected the Turner works and there's definitely okay. a resonance between her work and that of Turner in that you know she, she's incredibly curious and into working with scientists and architects and she's a collaborator and I think Turner was a collaborator really so I think sometimes it works we it almost works just because of the artist, but other times it's a juxtaposition between Turner and, say, Hamish Fulton, I think we did in the early years. And I, you know, there wasn't anything particularly about the relationship, but actually mm. it seemed to work quite well anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And do you always like, allow the artist to choose Turner works to kind of juxtapose their own work or support their work? We try, we try, but not yeah. all artists want to do, do that. that. Right. Um, they want that wall space for their own work. So, yeah, <laughs> well, maybe. But, you know, Grayson Perry, and yeah. I don't think this would be um, being indiscreet in any way, but Grayson Perry show, he didn't really want, he didn't want to select Turner Works, and he'd got plenty of work anyway. Yeah. But we felt we ought to have a work by Turner, so we snuck one in, but... You know, it, it felt a bit clunky right, in terms it of it just felt like... Crowbarred it in it rather than it yes, seamlessly... Yeah, exactly. Right, right, and right. when it works really well, say with the traces, my bed, it, it was perfect because she'd actually really thought about the work she wanted yeah. and mm. there were three amazing oils and a series of watercolours right, and yeah. it just was marvellous. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. 
ridiculous. What's been your most proudest uh, show you've had here? I was just about to ask you that as well. What's like a highlight for you? Yeah, with like that's why we've got podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's just been so many brilliant shows. But I suppose that opening show that we did, which I don't know if you saw, which was called Revealed, which was really about opening the building Mm. and the art was important, but. We didn't know how the building was going to perform. We didn't know about environmental controls and those sorts of things. They all had to be, you know, they were in the testing phase still. So we had one turn of work, which is the same oil painting, the eruption of the Sufria Mountains from Liverpool um, University Museum and Art Gallery. So we had that in this building for the opening show in 2011. And I know when that went on the wall, I, you know, I almost burst into tears because... It was one of those moments where people all along had said, but you'll never get Turner Works here, Victoria. You know, just be resigned to having some high-quality reproductions. And I was determined yeah. that we would get Turner Works here. And, the, you know, once we'd appointed someone like David Chipfield and all of his expertise and getting the building to the right standard, but it felt... Lots of people, when there have been so much criticism, they mm. kept saying, coming back to, well, you'll never get anything that, you know. Of any relevance or importance yes. is going to be. Yeah, and yeah. then to get a turn of work in that only show and some brilliant new And that was down to you and your connections from Liverpool being up there well, with the Tate? Or? Uh, yeah, the, the connections with Tate obviously really helped, but also, I mean, working with a brilliant architect, architect and team. Yeah. And, you know, that they really understood about yeah. environmental controls. And it's so important. How yeah. important yeah, it, yeah, yeah. as you know, it yeah. really is. But I think... Oh, know, I see what you're saying, so that the work can sit here safely. Yeah, rather yeah. Than, oh, yeah. right, so like because the air con and all that all sort of, of that. stuff. But oh, you have right, to be yes. able to keep a, a, a temperature and moisture, moisture. Yeah, Got all it. of that. Got it, right, right. So that's for, for... And the conservators in the big institutions and private collections too will sort of want to know that a work, if it's coming, obviously if it's very valuable yeah. for... And it might be a value of price, but not necessarily. But a valuable artwork, you don't want it to arrive in a damp space. And... No, in some basement somewhere. Yeah, yeah exactly. Rising damp. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's really important, those environmental yes. conditions. And quite a lot of lenders like, sorry, this is probably far more information. No, it's lovely. It's interesting. Um, yes. They like sort of maybe six months of data. So we hadn't been running the building when we had got the building oh, well, at levels, the end of 20. Yeah, so you levels. collect the data. And then, um, you know, they'll check what's happening. You know, does it go up when it rains or, you know, so all of that. So we're looking at our systems all the time here. And it's really important because the safety of the works depends on those systems being really robust. So so that was why it was really key for me. I wanted a a turner, but lots of people said, well, why didn't you do a big turner show as your opening show? But I just felt we couldn't rely on having... Well, we couldn't. We didn't have six months of data in right, any way. Right. So we did a big Turner show. Um, the first big Turner show we did was Turner and the Elements, which was a collaboration with the gallery in Hamburg. And it was an amazing show. But again, you know, people were amazed to see... I think we had 80 watercolours wow. and 20 paintings. Wow. So, And that's from a... Uh... An institution in um, Hamburg. Or so that's... we worked with them. It was a collaboration. They showed the Turner show. How comes they had so many Turners there? Well, they came from Tate. So it was a oh, sort okay, of, right. you know, they borrowed and right. they wanted to work with Tate and Tate said, try and work with Turner. And mm. we've done that 
that sort of work on a couple of occasions. And then we also did um, Rodan's The Kiss. Yes, yes, of course. course. That was here, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And that was here for how long was that? Was that, that here when Tracy's for... show was on? Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's yeah. right. Because um, we had that big uh, opening where you did yes, a speech yeah. and some people from Tate and London even did a speech, I think. Yes. And there were so many people because it was like a big homecoming for Tracy and she was crying on the steps <laughs> yeah. the day before or something. Yeah. It was amazing. Proud yeah, moment for her. A really proud moment yeah. for her. And for you, and I remember it being a big deal. You yeah, know, like, yeah. but I think getting something like The Kiss, which is such a seminal artwork. Yeah, so iconic. People, you know, even people who may not be that familiar with yeah. artist practice or key works they really know that, know that piece. Yeah. And I think. Well, it's that and a thinker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, They're like yeah. the ones that kind yeah. of stick out. And they speak to everybody, don't they? So, how do you yeah. feel the effect of this place has had on the community? What have you noticed over the years since being here? Obviously, Margate itself is regenerating at a rapid pace and so much has happened. And it's incredibly exciting. Mm. And you were here when it was, you know, I was here a little while back and it's. There's still what people are living below poverty here, further up the road, and it's very upsetting yeah. and challenging. And then this kind of plonks down. And how do you find the the locals react to it? Well, I I hope it I hope it feels like we weren't quite plonked down. Sorry, but I know yes. <laughs> because I think it was about sort of embedding. So in lots of ways, us and there was me and Karen and various colleagues here from in those 2002, 2003. In those early years, it was really about changing mindsets mm. and getting people to think about the possibilities of art and of having a gallery. And I think we all went on a journey um, together with members of the community. And about 2006, I think it was, as we, you know, David Chipfield had been appointed by that point, there was a moment where local people said, can we just get on and build this art gallery right. stop talking about it <laughs> stop yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about stop crowdsourcing it yeah. for information and stuff that you yeah, yeah just let's get on and i think that was a sort of real turning point in terms mm. of people wanting an art gallery yeah. so i think it felt like we hadn't i well i hope we felt more embedded and people felt that they could trust us and yeah. that there was a relationship and hard hat tours were an important element of that yeah um, and now today, I mean, I'm sure that, that I know there are people who have not been here, yeah. um, and it's always difficult to get everyone to come. But I do think the gallery has made a massive difference to this town and the whole area. There's a different pride for this. Well, space. You know what? I remember coming for a, another lunch here. I can't actually remember which one it was now, but um, I came for a lunch here and I sat next to a lady who is on the education committee or she's an advisor I think she was a head teacher at a local school and she spent the whole dinner we sat next to each other and spoke for like an hour and a half I think it was like a Saturday afternoon all about the impact it had made on children in the area and different schools and all different age groups as well and also on um with older people as well like OAPs and um retired people as well and I was just blown away by all the work that that you've done no but the educational program here is incredible and I've always been really into that like the power of art to educate people and give them hope and give them ideas Mm. and to realize that whatever your background is you can do something with your life and margot heller at south london gallery in peckham that was a great example like 15 20 years ago when i when i first went there i think maybe 15 years ago i was blown away by her program too and i here it really was meaningful and what's that been like because you even have shows here where you um have young um artists do exhibitions and things well we do that but we also i think we've done a lot of handing over the curatorial process, so selecting artists 
to people in the community. Mm. So, oh, last, really? so last year um, we did a project called Journeys with the Wasteland, which was this exhibition, which was the fact that Elliot, T.S. Elliot wrote oh, yeah, part the of Elliot show. I love The Wasteland show. here in Margate. So for three years we got we got some funding from a brilliant several brilliant foundations and we worked with a group of people we put a call out who would like to be involved no previous experience necessary and we got some real Elliot experts as well as people who might not have read Elliot at all and working over a period of three years they decided what kind of exhibition they were going to make and it was an amazing amazing exhibition because it had a plurality of voices that one or two curators in an institution could never have come up with. And it had people who were, you know, some people who were real experts in various different fields. And so they brought together such a diverse body of work, mainly 20th century. But, for instance, we had our first ever hopper (gasps) here, and it was just extraordinary. Where Um, did that come from? That came from... Um, Museum of Modern Art in New wow. York. Amazing. That's <laughs> so cool. All the way to so, Margate. So, so it was kind of, you know, that their ambition was right yeah. up here. It was sort of they really wanted to develop a fantastic exhibition. And obviously I'd been quite anxious about just letting go and letting other people get on with it. Mm-hmm. And at various points we had conversations about, well, when are you going to have your list of artworks? You know, because <laughs> we do need to sort of go out and ask for them, request them in plenty of time. And all of those sort of misgivings were sort of completely swept away. The opening was absolutely amazing. And then we had thousands of visitors and we had amazing press. So the, the art critics really liked the show. It was a really great show, though. And what I loved as well was that they were like off-site. Um, they weren't necessarily organised by you, but, but they were it's like, like other local yeah. artists. And they, they did a big exhibition in the Nayland Rock Hotel where the old hotel rooms, it's like this kind of derelict hotel at the moment, but you could go in each hotel room and see an artist and they got given the like hotel room. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. It, it was, was so good. It was so brilliant. Yeah, and it was, that was just, it was Sean Stamp, who's a local artist and a few of his friends and... Um, I can't remember who else was curating it and I've gone blank but anyway it was a great show and there was a real sense that you came off the train and there was so much to do uh, and um, I even went to the local like Margate Museum and there was lots of different things It still feels like that things. now I mean now it's like a daily there's so much to do in Margate Yeah, yeah there is it's So talking about visitors since you opened how many visitors have you had here? We've had just over 3 million visits three million. since Incredible. 2011 And how do you record that? Is there like a beeper no. on the door? There's a clicker on the Is there? <laughs> So on the good. doors, yeah. You're Did you ever imagine it would be that no, successful? Because I feel were... like that's really successful. No, when we were doing the business planning, um, and there was, as you might imagine, lots of business planning to raise the money and all of yeah, those yeah, yeah. things, um, I think we factored 156,000 visits for the first year, followed and then reducing to the, for the second year to 152,000. The first year here we had almost 500,000 500,000 in the in first year, year just amazing. under 500,000 and now we're at somewhere between 375 and 400,000 visits a year i said to russell when we we're walking in today and to our friend holly every time i come here it's busy like yeah, i can't say that about yeah. i can't even say the that about a lot of galleries in london but and, it's yeah. always packed here and your gift shop is so genius and i love the fact that it's free entry as well here i think it's really yeah, important it's really, that was your you pushed for that didn't you I've really, well, I really believe people should have the arts for free. Yes, Um, I agree. In this day and age, that's quite hard to hold on to. But Mm. I think it's so important. In a a town where the galleries used 
for regeneration. Mm. Regeneration is about buildings and, you know, improving the price from a aesthetic perspective. But regeneration is really about people. And I think the arts have the opportunity and can create real change and make people think in different and new ways. So for me... That's really important. So in order to do that, one has to be open for everyone. Of course. Love that. Yeah. Well, we're going to come on to our hardest questions you're ever going to receive in your life. We ask every guest who comes on our show <laughs> a few key questions, which we think are really important. Um, so the first one is, if you could do an art heist, which is quite um, fitting because you are a, running a museum. Yes, uh, you can sneak it out. I know easily. you don't have a permanent collection, but still. Um, if you could do an art heist from a museum or a gallery or anything and take an artwork home with you, what would it be? Like a touchstone. It'd probably be, oh dear, that is. (laughs) It's a hard hard. one. I know, we should have warned you probably. Um, I should have listened to your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You have been listening, don't say that. (laughs) You're our biggest fan. Um, Oh. Probably a little one of the Vermeers, actually. Oh, yeah, Yeah. where did you see it? Well, which one? I love Vermeer. I love all so many of them. Yeah. I just think he was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And there is something about how he frames everything yes. that is not dissimilar to Turner. Mm. And it's Into, about light, isn't and it? And it's about light. Yeah. Um, but I think they'd be, you know, sort of good. Depends if you were sort of taking it to have at home or yes. taking it to have in a museum. Because in a in a museum context, I probably no. It's go for you. For, it's not for a museum. You're, for you're me, thief, then I think it's it. it's probably a, a Vermeer. Where have you where have you seen Vermeers? I've seen Vermeers in Amsterdam. I right. went to a big show years ago in The Hague. Wow! There's some in the National Gallery. Yeah, Great. and I don't I don't have one particular one that I think mm-hmm. stands out over another. But them but sat at a table with some. I, I think that's a good art heist because they're priceless yeah. as well. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's definitely something you couldn't yeah, yeah. just like take home with you. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, and the other question is. What is your favourite colour? Oh, it's my favourite colour. Sort of uh, orange terracotta colour. Oh, really? So, yeah. Good. Terracotta. That kind of Spanish. Sort of Italian. Italian, right. Sunsetting. Nice. Aww. Yeah. Lovely. Sometimes the sky here is that colour. And sometimes it's like... Yeah. But you yeah, like colour. Today you're wearing fuchsia and blue and are you a woman who I'm is into colour? often I'm not in colour, but I just thought because it was Valentine's Day. Oh. But these spots Little a bit pink like hearts, hearts, sort yeah, of, yeah. So. We'll, have to get, we'll have to get a picture together in a minute, yeah, actually. That would be really good. Yes. Oh, that just reminded me, talking about colourful fabric, you did that amazing show here with all the weaving. and all Oh, the, Entangled. Yeah, yeah, I loved that show. All women artists. I know, it was great. It was a lot of artists, though. It was 40, 40 artists. Yeah. yeah, we worked with a curator called Karen Wright. Yes, Karen. She's yeah. a real character. I like her a lot. She's um, very entertaining. I had a tea here with her recently. It was very funny. She's got a lot of um, good jokes Stories. and things. She's fun. So we've got the Turner Prize coming up. What else have we We're, got to so, look And we've to also here? got Seaside Photographed, which is this summer. So our first ever photographic exhibition. Great. And it's looking at the seaside. So... Not images, just not just Margate. Right. It's looking at images um, from the advent of photography all the way wow. through to new commissions. Fantastic. And brilliantly, the show will tour. So it start, opens here in the summer and then goes, I'm not quite sure of the order, 
probably get it completely wrong, <laughs> but it goes to the John Hansard Gallery in Southampton. It goes down to Cornwall. Seaside to, So all seaside locations. Um, what, well, Tate's it, and Ives, Cornwall? No, or? Penzance, okay. um, the Exchange at Penzance and Newlyn Art Gallery, and then up to the Grundy in Blackpool. Fantastic. That's so exciting. And you masterminded that? Well, no, I didn't think I masterminded it. Um, we've got two external curators have been working on that with right. one of my colleagues here. And I just think it's a brilliant show is, because yeah. also photography is people love photography mm. and it's got a real range of photographers in it and they've done an open call as well. So, And I just think there's something very special about photography and the seaside and that relationship. And now we're all photographers. We all have... On our phones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. How, by the way, how many people work here now? So um, quite a lot, actually. Probably about 45 full-time equivalents. Wow, so we incredible. have obviously a lot of people out standing in the galleries, meeting the public, looking after the artworks. But there's probably about 20-something behind the scenes. So there's mm. curators and educators, but there's also marketeers, finance people. Um, the thing I've always noticed with people who work here, especially in the shop and even the people who are like invigilating the exhibitions, is how happy they are. And um, you can chat to people and they love their jobs. And one of the ladies is um, about to have a baby, I think in two weeks time or something. And she said that last time she worked up to the day before giving birth because she loves her she's, job she's so much. She worked up to she Friday and then she gave birth on Sunday. I know, but I just love that. Yeah. And there is a real <laughs> sense of people being really happy here yeah. and you can feel it. Yeah. And that, I really do believe that comes from the top in a way from, you know, you're, yeah. you're sort of looking after people and making people you feel yeah. um, like they have a voice as well, I think. Because yeah. um, well, you've got great good. curators here too. We've got great curators, great team all together um but i think it's i think probably everyone is motivated by the fact that art can really make a difference and and actually we're strange as it may seem we're actually transforming people's lives and i think that's something i never thought working in the arts one would be really be doing Mm. and actually so many people have said you know art has saved me so how good is that? I know, and that's actually why we started the podcast because both of us—it's changed both of our lives yeah. so much. Even so, I'm running a gallery now; it's like yeah. crazy. But um, I really believe in that, and I think it's yeah. so important. And I'm so excited to hear that you're going to be extending the building in the next few years, maybe. So uh, yes, we're or expanding, working, or whatever the word is. Well, we're definitely doing some refurbishment okay. and um, a bit of painting, a bit of <laughs> painting, and a few things that. The, the wear and tear on this building has been quite substantial, so yeah. there are a few things that need, need to be done. To be done. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much. You've been it's incredible. It's been such a joy to spend time what, with what you. What a wonderful guest, and thank you for letting us into your office with this amazing view. This is, this is like the best view I've ever seen anyone have in an office. I can't really believe it's real, so lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> it is like looking at a painting. It's amazing, it's and really it's always incredible. changing. Yeah, and you can come down here to Margate, everybody, in Kent, by the seaside. Um, it's free to get in, and you can see this view yourself um, yeah. from the museum because Chipperfield's museum. windows are huge yes. in this building, so it kind of frames the sea for all of us. Um, thank you so much, and um, please look at um, at Talk Art on Instagram. We're going to post uh, pictures of all the artworks we've been talking about. Yeah. And the shows that have been um, on in this museum for the last kind of eight years. Yes. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you. Bye. You've been listening to Talk Art with Robert Diamant and Russell Tovey. Follow us on Instagram at Talk Art, where you can view images of all artworks discussed in this episode. Recorded at Spiritland London by Anthony Shaw and edited by Gareth Isles. 
Subscribe to Talk Art on iTunes and Spotify. Give us a rating and write us a comment. Thanks for listening. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com